Sonnenborn, the home of heterodox thought. Nick, you have uh, a topic today that I don't really know about, so... Locking your new tagline there, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit different from... Lo- I, I was getting bored of lockdown. This isn't about lockdown. Brilliant. What, what I've got to talk to you about today is not about lockdown. Have you heard of a company called Blackboard? Blackboard? Blackboard. The, the board is B-A-U-D. Like board rate on a modem. Right, okay. Not, not Blackboard, you know. No, school. obviously it's a play on words. But have you heard of this company called Blackboard? No. I only heard about them uh, about 24 hours ago uh, on a post on LinkedIn uh, because they just paid a ransom. I've heard the story. Well, I've heard, I've heard bits of I've right. heard bits well, of the story. I don't know anything about the company. You're aware, actually, there's more than one ransom been paid in the last, in the last week by a company. Because you've also heard of Garmin. You know who Garmin are? Yes. Are you aware that they got hacked? I knew somebody got hacked, so maybe this is a different right. story then. That, and that's fine, but I want, to talk, I want to talk about both Sure, of them. I sure. want to talk about both of them. Um, I'd never heard of this company, Blackboard. Uh, but the, the name suggests something technical. Uh, and obviously the first part of the word suggests something problematic or trendy, depending on how you want to, how you want to define black these days. But I was aware, either of this post, that they uh, paid a ransom for, uh, from, a, from a hacker, uh, gave them demands, they stole some data or whatever, and they paid a ransom. And this, this struck me as, uh, as incredibly interesting. And I wanted to read what their justification was for, for doing this. Um, but first, and I've only just done this in the five minutes before we started recording, is actually have a look at their website, because all I'd read before was their kind of their press release. Yeah. Uh, and so I was aware of their basic branding, and that was it. So what do, they, what, do they, what do they do, sir? Is it anything to do with board rates? Or? I still don't understand what they do. Okay, uh, their homepage, Leading Cloud Better World. So cloud, cloud storage? Fairly, fairly meaningless so far. Well, okay. Discover why we are the world's leading cloud software company powering social good. Now, cloud software, that's very, very vague. That could be anything. Coming from the tech industry, we, we get. Even saying cloud is bad enough, cloud software could mean absolutely anything. Well, that, could, that could broadly that could mean anything that's on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Um, Exclusively committed to your impact. Since day one, Blackboard has been 100% focused on driving impact for social good organisations. See, I'm, I'm <laughs> warning flags all over the place. Okay, yeah, exactly. I mean, they do say, we equip you with cloud software, services, expertise, and data intelligence designed with unrivaled insight and supported with unparalleled commitment. Build a better world, blah, blah, blah. But when you, when you try and go into their actual cloud solutions... Um, I still don't really understand what they're actually offering because they talk about fundraising, they talk about all sorts. When I, when I got down to their footer, sometimes you can find some good like about information on their footer. Um, the solution areas and explorer products don't really help much. When, when I go to build a better world, which is one of the first things in their footer, our vision, a better world. I have no problem with people having visions and mission statements and about pages that define exactly who they are, but I did want to set the scene for you and you're already, you're already on it. At Blackboard, our vision is to build an ecosystem of good, that's trademarked, that builds a better world. One where everyone has meaningful opportunities to drive impact. One where we achieve more together 
than we can apart, one where good can take over. That, that's, that's literally their vision. Is this, is this a business or is this a charity? What, what does a better world look like? Building a better world will take a strong social economy. The social economy is where social good is produced, whether it's in the public, private or social sector. And a strong social economy means that together we can drive more good more effectively. I don't know about blackboard. They've, they've been blackballed. There's no way I would ever deal with it. I, I, I don't want companies to, 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 to be worried about anything yep. other than producing the product that I'm buying. I, I want them to produce the, the most efficient you know, product. I'll buy that. And if they, you know, I, I would prefer my money to, to go you know, for the social good that I decide. Yes. Like the charities I decide. So I, this is, this is a, the three minutes before this podcast started that I, I went and looked into this. So this is whilst I was making While you were making the cup of tea, all, that's the only time I spent looking at this. I think I've just about worked out that they sell cloud services, platforms. I don't, I don't know. Um, and, I, and there seems to be some, some fundraising thing about this. But are they- to charities, to, 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 it, it, it's not private sector companies from what, from what I can see, unless they're probably like a, you know, like a museum maybe or something like that. Um, but it, it seems to be that they, they want to go after a particular type of, uh, of organisation. But this whole social good, and even the, the, the kind of, they use terms, I hate it, and I, the charities are terrible for this. To a certain degree, all, all companies fall into this trap when they, they use a phrase they expect everyone else to understand. Um, but social good organization or social good company it's like suddenly this term social good social well, of course you don't understand what social good is don't you and and you can't possibly be against and you can't good, can you? exactly because are you saying you're for social bad um anyway i think you've now got a flavor of what uh, this this organization is like i'm almost glad they were hacked <laughs> i'm passing no judgment <laughs> at all here but I'm now going to read you. I'm sorry there's a lot of reading here, but it's, it, you've got to set the scene with the, with the way they're spinning this, okay? Learn more about the ransomware attack we recently stopped. I'm going to... I'm going to... I think you're already hovering on the word stopped there like I was. Thinking, you stopped this, did you? How exactly... I mean, bearing in mind, this is a tech company. They're selling something that, that is internet-based, possibly, probably by, by, by virtue of using the word cloud, Probably hosted in some of the uh, the major cloud providers, your Microsoft Azure's, your Amazon S3s, or Google Cloud, or IBM, or all of these uh, you know, big hyperscale um, cloud services companies. They tend to have when you put stuff in there. There, there is a a tendency to, to lean towards more security. <laughs> you know, security is easier to spin up and, and and stuff like that in in these services. It's not the same as having to build a network and stick a file on the end. You can do all that virtually. So you'd think that they'd be m- more used to security. Um, just, just that whole, we stopped though. I mean, that's, that's like a bank teller saying, I stopped a bank robbery. <laughs> well, how did you do that? Well, I handed over the money. I handed over the money. Incredible. So after an introduction saying, you know, uh, you know this, uh, cybercrime is a threat to companies all over the world and blah, 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 blah. We, we encounter millions of attacks every month. Right, our expert cybersecurity team. So they are they're, they're saying to us, to us, we're experts in this. We are we are we are top notch. Our expert cybersecurity team successfully defends against those attacks while constantly studying the landscape to stay ahead of this sophisticated criminal industry. 
We wanted to notify our customers and other stakeholders about a particular security incident that recently occurred. In May of 2020, so this has been going on for several months, it's now July, late July as of recording this, we discovered and stopped a ransomware attack. In a ransomware attack, cybercriminals attempt to disrupt the business by locking companies out of their own data and servers. After discovering the attack, our cybersecurity team, together with independent forensics experts and law enforcement, successfully prevented the cybercriminal from blocking our system access and fully encrypting files, and ultimately expelled them from our system. So it's all sounding pretty good so far. Yep. Other than getting hacked in the first place. Prior to our locking the cybercriminal out, well, you, you can't eliminate these things. Prior to our locking the cybercriminal out, the cybercriminal removed a copy of a subset of data from our self-hosted environment. Now, I apologise to listeners and viewers here if this is starting to get technical. But the point is, they got away with something. The cybercriminal did not access credit card information, bank account information or social security numbers. Because protecting our customers' data is our top priority, we paid the cybercriminal's demand with confirmation that the copy they removed had been destroyed. Shall I just stop there for asking your expert opinion, Mr. Person who's worked in the tech industry and had a computer since he was eight or whatever, whether or not that means anything at all to you? So what confirmation? Did they just get an email saying, yeah, 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 you can trust us, we've deleted it? This is my point. I mean, you can't... Confirmation of something non-existing is like proving a negative. You just can't do it. Yep. You know, there's, there's no way to prove that they didn't copy the, the data and... and can you it. produce a file that you can tell if it's been copied? No. Now, as we start getting into I mean, you, distributed ledger applications, blockchain, yeah, then you absolutely will be able to tell certain transactions on things that are distributed in that system. Um, but that, that doesn't exist yet. You know, I'm just there spinning out ideas for what yeah, you can do with you files. Could, you, could, you could feasibly create something to see whether it's been accessed, potentially. But, but even then, you couldn't, there's no, you know, once it's been accessed, have you copied it? Well, yeah, it's just, it's... It's data. It, it, yeah. It's ones and zeros. Yeah. You, you, could, you could not access the file at all, but you could just take a disk, not boot it up at all, and essentially load it up on something else and copy the ones and zeros. You've got to copy that data. So the, the, the concept that this person, this cyber criminal, might not have copied it 10 times and stashed it in 10 different places or just released it to the world somewhere, it's nonsense, isn't it? But yet, th this is what they've said. Protecting, it, it, all in the same sentence, because protecting our customers' data is our top priority, we paid the cyber criminal's demand with confirmation the copy. Yeah, so that's, that's, the quote, that's the quote that I, that I saw. Um. Okay, based on the nature of the incident, our research and third party, including law enforcement investigation, we have no reason to believe that any data went beyond the cyber criminal, was or will be misused or will be disseminated or otherwise made publicly available. Now, I don't know the details of this, neither do you. I still can't quite get my head around why they would have a level of confidence in that based on their own judgment. Yeah, unless it's, unless it's somebody that used to work there or something like that. And they've, but who, who knows? Still, who, still, there's, there's still absolutely who, no confirmation. And who the, the, knows? The sorts, of per, the sorts of people who do that, are they known for being particularly trustworthy? And If it's a yeah, former it's, employee or something, though, then you're going to catch them, aren't you? 
If you know if you know it's someone who worked for you, that narrows it down from the seven billion people on the planet quite nicely. Yeah, but if, if they're in, if they're based in Mexico or somewhere, you're not going to catch them, are you? Fair, fair enough, but yeah, you, you you might be able to do something more about it. Um, so my initial reaction to reading that was, wow, you know. what Way to go about encouraging cybercrime. That, that's, that's, that's my angle. It's, it's like, that's just going to encourage hackers. That is just pure, that's just a massive incentive for hackers. And, oh, brilliant, guys are starting to pay up. My second reaction was the insurance industry is going to have a field day because people are going to start taking out... If this, if this happens a lot, then people are going to start taking out ransomware insurance. Now, it might be in the same way that when you take out pretty much any insurance you still have to qualify in certain ways. You have to meet certain standards. You have to have done certain things in order to get the insurance. Um, the same might apply. And you might have to um, have met some security standard, whether that's uh, just voluntary, voluntarily declaring it uh, or, or you know, signing up to ISO 27001, which is a you know, system security standard, uh, or having an audit by someone that you know, is trusted by the, the, uh, the insurance company. But something so that if, if you've done everything you, that is reasonably possible that you could have done, you're trying your hardest to stop these things, and then someone comes along, that your instant reaction is, I've got my insurance, thank you very much, there's my $10 million. There you go, uh, Mr. Hacker. Thanks. Thanks very much for releasing my systems. What it would what be, though, it would be like, you know when, when insurance companies used to have to pay up for houses getting caught on fire? Yep. And then they suddenly think, thought, hang on a second, let's, let's put these out beforehand, let's create a fire service, so the private sector created that. There will be security people employed by insurance companies, similar to like when you when you go through due diligence for a company, uh, you know, and, and they'll they'll kind of check your systems and, and see, you know, they'll they'll do a whole bunch of different tests and they'll, yep. they'll see how secure things. They'll check your code to see even if it's secure, if your code's yep. written properly, all, all this kind of stuff. They'll be doing that, and and they'll oh, they'll be doing you know, pen you, testing and, and yeah, of course, yeah, sure. Uh, that's penetration testing for people again, people in, not in tech, uh, where you where you try and hack, you try and hack a system. Uh, but you're obviously doing that ethically because someone's asked you and they want you to write a report that says this is how you can get in and so therefore these are where you, you know, the areas that you need to uh, need to work on. So but Garmin... But, but it, it, so the data that they hacked, presumably that was all completely... Uh, was that unencrypted then? Or how did... You know, because... I mean, there, there are ways to... Sounds like it. There are ways to make it so that... That's, that's what I was saying about kind of getting hacked because you can... I mean, some companies don't get hacked because the security is so, is so good. And, but, I, but I can understand a small company not spending all their money on security uh, because, you know, they, they wouldn't have any time spent on their product. And it's a, it's a risk. It's risk-based, risk of course. Yeah. But you can still, you know, you can, you can have stuff so that it's encrypted to the point where the, if you do get hacked and you use your data, they can't do anything with it. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is easier than kind of stopping all the, all the attacks. Yeah. Um, um, having said that, we've got uh, we've had recently the uh, the Twitter hack, the social engineering hack. So you, you, you must be aware of that a couple of weeks ago. There was so there was was that the one where all, all the rich all, people all, start saying send me Bitcoin and I send you double back. All, yeah, and, and Elon the, Musk and Bill Gates and they. So this was this was they, they, they got to people inside Twitter. This was a social engineering hack. There was nothing wrong with their system. Was that was that was that them hacking Twitter or was that hacking Twitter accounts? Because don't no 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 it was them it was them uh, fishing with employees that had access, right? So as I say, social engineering. It, they didn't they didn't manage to simultaneously social engineer Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and whatever. Um, they hacked Twitter. 
Right. But but by but that's why I call it social engineering. But they, they didn't do anything particularly technical, but they, you know, either enticed or um, or convinced in some way uh, the senior people that had the access to the platform to be able to do that. <laughs> we set someone's password or just post on their behalf or whatever. And it's like immediately you start getting a sense of how this you know, my account's not mine. I mean, of course it's not. It's it's on the platform. But the fact that this can happen, I, I, I hope it's a wake-up call for people just in general about the stuff they post on uh, on social media. Uh, well, Jack, Jack himself was hacked, wasn't he? Yes. A few months ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I say, no, he wasn't hacked. He, he, they just kind of managed to get, in, get into his Twitter account using some old, really old method of logging onto Twitter. Um, and, yeah. and managed to kind of intercept the, I, the I password hacked, message or something. I hacked your Twitter account years ago. Oh, it's easy. Um, by just knowing your, your mobile telephone number. Yeah, it just gave, it gave, it gave you and the I last changed, two digits or something, didn't it? I changed, your, um, I changed your image to a cat. <laughs> well, this is like 10 years ago yeah. or something. But I, just, it, I, was, I was just intrigued. And so I did, I did the uh, forgot my password thing. And it was like, what's your mobile phone number? Well, I know your mobile phone because I know you. Put the mobile phone number in. It was like, what password would you like to say? And I was like, seriously? That means anyone who personally knows you could hack your account. And I remember thinking at the time, this is, this is ludicrous. This, Twitter was popular at this point. I hope they've changed those policies now. I imagine they have. Um, but there's, there's been a few high profile hacks. Garmin. You were of the company Garmin? Uh, did Satnav and G- kind of GPS watches and uh, they now gone into wearables and yes, yeah, smart yeah, watches, monitors, all that kind of thing. Yeah, bike stuff and everything. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, uh, I have a Garmin smartwatch that actually I've given to my wife to use. She's been using that for the last uh, few weeks because her um, her smartwatch kind of died. So I was like, well, to be honest, I'm not really using this anymore. So you you have that. And the last few days, she's been going, oh, it's just not sinking. And I was like, they've been hacked. And she's like, oh, I see. And, I like, <laughs> and um, uh, while I was having a conversation with someone about the Blackboard stuff, they went, I think I would have just paid as well. Really? Yeah. Now, I don't have, I'm not going to read any um, press releases or anything like that, but I, I've, I've had it confirmed now that, that Garmin have paid a ransom as well. And... I was still you know, trying to think about all the ramifications of this uh, and then had a chat with a good friend of mine, uh, Dr. Chris, you know, yes, you know Chris, sure. yeah, haven't seen them at all over lockdown um, uh, and uh, saw, them, saw them last night uh, and, uh, and Chris uh, is, uh, runs a security team in the security division of BT Global Services. Okay, he's worked at BT for years. His dad worked at BT, he works at BT. Um, and, uh, and so he gets security. He, t- he, he's, he is what I would consider to be a security expert, a network security expert. And so I was having a really interesting chat with him. Uh, and he came straight out with the idea that, yes, it will encourage more cyber criminality, but it doesn't mean that they have squirreled the data away or that specifically they will release it because they want to develop a reputation for the trade of money for not doing something. 
And so, actually, the market forces that come into play in that situation are someone coming along, let's say you've got a company, and the same hacker that hacked Garmin hacks you, steals your data, and goes, right, I'm the guy who did Garmin. They paid me, and I didn't release anything. You know this. Nothing's been released. So, pay me. <laughs> you're smiling because you're seeing how this works now. Well, it's, it's the same way that any market economy works. Yes. Yes. In this case, it's extortion. But you can see how that's, that might actually happen. And so, data might not be released if money changes hands like this and it becomes a regular thing. Now, obviously, you've got to then, you've got to get to the point where this reputation that goes along with a cyber criminal, a cyber criminal organization, I don't know, <laughs> Spectre or whatever, um, they've got to prove it's them. They've got to prove they were the ones who did something. Now, I mean, you could probably do that quite simply with a Bitcoin wallet, you know, and, and, and show that. Well, look, here's, here's all Garmin's data. <laughs> no, <laughs> but. But you could show that you know, a, a crypto wallet received one particular transaction and I'm asking you to pay this one as well. So there is a way without revealing your identity of saying, that was me, you can trust me as far as you know, I stole all your data to not release this as long as you uphold your end of the bargain. I'm just after the money, 10 million quid please. What do you think? Yeah, it's just it's this is this is how markets work. You have to markets markets are regardless of what the market is, whether it's me selling you a cup of tea or somebody making these chairs or clothes or whatever, or holding you to ransom. They're all holding you to ransom. The markets are always based on trust, and if you can't trust the person, then you know. So if you if you behave in an untrustworthy way. Um, regardless of what your business is, is it untrustworthy? You never, you never hacking someone's system in the first place, because that, that to me is where I start from. This is the same as um, you know, never giving in to terrorists. Okay, that that's that's my starting point with this. But it depends on whether they are. What's the guarantee if, that? But are, again, this is this is the thing you, you're talking about. Are the hackers, if the hackers are terrorists? Then, then that's a completely different thing from hackers who are business people. Do you see what I'm saying? The guy in his bedroom, whatever. Yeah, you know the, the kind of the you know you, you've got you've got hackers who just want to cause chaos. Uh, yeah, and they've got no interest in, in 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 doing that. Or you've got the you know you've got these people. So are the right? So I'm not aware of ransoms being paid. Obviously, these won't be won't be the actual first. But certainly, as far as I'm aware, these are the first really high profile ones are you are you aware of a big company paying out no and how did so why is it being why is it being told what as in why are you revealing that you why did? are they revealing that they did this that must Does have it, leaked that must have leaked um well i mean these guys not, ne not necessarily from hackers but from what, somebody what 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 about somebody what about if that was part of the deal <laughs> you need to reveal that you paid me because then, again, you're building the trust, you're building the reputation. That's, yeah, it's really clever. It's really clever. I, I really don't know what I think about it, other than the market forces make, make perfect sense to me. That's not to say that someone might go, no, I don't trust you. There's, there's no, there are no guarantees. It is just based on trust. Uh, it's a transaction. It's a trade. 
Um, and you might go, no, I don't trust you, you're not going to do this. And frankly, I think that you're going to release this data whether I pay you or not. So I'm just going to go with you're going to release the data. I'm going to prepare for it. I'm going to mitigate it as much as I can. I'm going to protect my customers or my systems or my company or whatever. Uh, but I'm just, I'm, I will not have a zero tolerance. I will not give in to, to, to ransom. I mean, and you'd like to think as well that if that, if that happened, so this, 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 could, this could work in different ways. So the, the first way is that everyone just pays all the time because they, they build up a reputation of being trustworthy, for want of a better word, uh, for, not, for not releasing data. And they, you know, they, they, obviously, they probably try all the time. Lots of companies that manage to hack. The ones that they do end up paying up. As soon as you get to the point where a company says, hold up a second, we're not paying you. Yeah. And then they're forced to release the data. That's a Does lot. that help or hinder their cause? Well, see, I, th- I think that's going to hinder them, isn't it? I, it I, I, think, I think people might. But if they don't release it, then what? Well, I, I think... Because then you... that means that no one's going to pay them again. For sure. But I, I, th- I, think, I think once they... once they The only thing they can do at that point is to release the data. Because like you say, if they don't release the data... Um, then the threat was... Then the threat's um, gone. Yes. So there was no threat and then they won't be able to... They won't be able to kind of threaten anyone again uh, because they'll be seen as effectively toothless. Yeah. But if they do, all that kind of that capital that they've, 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 they've built up, that kind of trust capital, is still going to go down, isn't it? Because people are just going to think, you know what? Actually, you're not nice people. Right. Yes. And they're not going to, you know, they're not going to want, they're not going to want to deal with, deal with. I mean, obviously, they're not going to want to deal with you anyway. But no. But, and I, I think if these if these things happen, if 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 more people are Kind of divulging that they're they've been hacked, whether they pay them off or not. Um, I, I see security getting tighter. You know, and there, there are lots of there are oh, lots absolutely. of companies that, that have really really awful security. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a wake, It should be a wake up call for um, for any uh, any company with with serious platforms or, or even basic ones, frankly. Um, but I, I I find it I find it really interesting. Uh, the, we haven't talked about markets specifically or about the incentives and disincentives. So I thought that was, was quite well, yeah. And this is it's it's a great example as well because you you, you know in one of the things that, that kind of statists and socialists will will say is they always talk about markets not being effective, market you know market failures and how people can't be trusted. Yeah. But we're we're seeing we're seeing that even hackers are behaving in the way that they need to in order to get more business. Even even when you've got the real kind of dregs of people who are like yes. holding you know you've got people yeah. literally over a barrel. Um, yeah, it's not ethical. It's no, got nothing to do with it. But there's still this, the, the, you know, they're, following they're, market they're, forces. They've got no choice but to, to do what the market will, you know, will require of them. That's, yeah. that's the beauty of, of, of a market. In that in order to succeed, you need to, you know, you need you need to have trust. If, if there's no trust, yeah, then 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 the market will collapse. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see mm. whether Blackboard and Garmin actually suffer. In a number of ways. One, will their data actually turn up anywhere in public? Two, will people stop using their services because they paid? But you don't know. Hacker? You don't know what would have happened otherwise. That's this is this is a difficulty. You don't know. You know. Very difficult to do counterfactuals for they this. They might. You know, the, the people might. You know, fewer people might buy Garmin products and Blackboard products, or whatever. Um, but then, you know, you don't know if they hadn't paid or you know then. Would, would, would it be worse? Or less? Would it, is it the least worst option? You don't know. Paying them. Yeah, I'll happily take, if you're Mr. Garmin, you might be saying, I'll happily take the, the 10% drop, 
drop in revenues or in uh, you know market capitalization or anything like that, because my fear is a fifty percent drop if uh, if this data uh, gets out or if we're not allowed. You know, the point is all the systems had to be stopped. No one could sync their Garmin watches or their GPSs or anything like this. People couldn't access their own data. It caused for the number of days that they were offline for serious trauma for the people who wanted to use those products because everything's online these days. Conversely, like when Twitter was hacked and all these high-profile people, what they did was they, they stopped all blue check marks from tweeting for like a number of yes. hours. And it was beautiful. <laughs> it was just like Twitter should be. You know, there were none of these, none of these blue checks kind of t- tweeting out their thing. Yeah, it was just, it was just you and I, you know, just ordinary people. It's brilliant. So that was lovely while, while that lasted. So you want to, uh, you want you want people to be ejected from the platform the moment they get acknowledged. By yeah, you get a certain number of followers. That's it. You're out. I'm afraid. That would be funny, wouldn't it? To create a platform where you specifically couldn't be too popular. The, the the problem with that obviously would be you could pile on. You could get every, everyone possible to pile on to someone to make them popular in order to eject them. Just for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if it was that um, you had if following wasn't a, a uh, binary is the wrong thing, but if, well, bad, 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 bad transaction, but if, if it was something you had to uh, repeat or maintain, if it only lasted, if following only lasted for a day, let's say, and so you had to keep renewing your subscriptions to people in terms of following, then you could temporarily silence someone by all, or following them in that way. Now this person's too popular now, and so, therefore, they uh, every time every time it hits a certain number, again, they though, get they get suspended for so many hours or days. But again, there's there's, there's going to be if if they can't get to a certain number, then there's going to be no real point of silencing them anyway. Yeah, unless that number is like millions. Yeah, um, there's going to be no point in in if it was like a couple of thousand or whatever, or a few thousand. There'd be no point in silencing them because they can only speak to a couple of thousand people anyway. Yeah. It's not like Kanye West who's got like millions of followers. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really be the point of... No, no I, 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 I'm just spinning out stupid scenarios on uh, on what the impact would be. How fun would a platform actually be? And the answer is probably not very fun at all. Uh, if, if you instituted some, let's call them penalties for doing certain things. And, and these would be automatic penalties. And this is the difference, obviously. At the moment, you've got social media platforms which have their so-called rules... Um, of um, you know decency and you know, whatever else an offence, but they're applied by people. And as soon as you see the tweets that people have been suspended for, you're like, I literally can't explain why anything in that tweet would fall under the categories that you're talking about. Well, this, this is happening a lot. Well, now, the, the rules, it? the rules are so woolly for a start. In Twitter, in particular, they don't, it, they don't really I, and I know they're vague. Extremely vague. But even awful. even then, I saw one the other. I, I forget the example, but I saw one a couple of days ago, where uh, and then they even showed they even showed the message that someone had sent them saying, "I really hate the government." It was that one, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was. I really, I really hate the government. Someone had. had, had uh, I don't even think. I don't even think it was that strong. Well, I hate. I them. don't like the government. I think it might have yeah, been. Might have but like that, that was the sentiment. It wasn't inciting hatred because I think I don't. I don't think the word hate was in there. It wasn't inciting violence or anything like that. Um, and yeah, it got it got the, the it either got deleted or the person got, got banned a, got for a days. Band, I think, yeah, something. yeah, I think exactly. Probably had to delete the tweet before they got I, gone. 
12 hour bands, one two day bands or suspensions, what good do they do really on platforms like this? Do you think that would discourage you or embolden you? If I was getting it all the time, it would. I, 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 You'd probably just quit the platform. Quit, quit the platform, yeah. Which is what I want. Yes. So, that's, so from their point of view, great. Right. But the, the rules are the rules are so vague that you can. I remember people were. I remember people were tweeting, um, uh, tweeting things that high-profile left wingers were saying, uh, but from the opposite. From 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 the yeah from the right or yeah. you know from a different so the things that they were saying against white people they're saying against black people that sure kind of thing. sure and these were like tweets that had like thousands and thousands of retweets and yeah. popular and they were saying just saying the same thing and they were getting banned left right and center yeah well right and center I guess <laughs> they were they getting banned all the time and yeah. and they were saying that this is how ridiculous it is because Twitter is I mean so Silicon Valley is left wing anyway. Yeah, um, but Twitter in particular is particularly oh, yeah. left wing, yeah. and they've got and woke. Got, yeah, well, they've got a high, they've got a, a, an above, a, a, a extremely above average proportion of trans people working there. Apparently, really. So if you say anything, anything dodgy, then that, then that's, that's it. it. You're gone. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because they're ultra, ultra woke. So, are there any market forces that could be added specifically to Twitter? If, let's say that they they removed their their guidance, their guidance, they, they became the same as uh, uh, Parlay, Parlay, whatever, how, how, how you pronounce it, whereby um, there, there, there isn't the bans, there isn't the suspensions or whatever for, for, for people you know, posting stuff, regardless of complaint. Would that, would that mean that you would still need some other mechanisms to, to do something or would it, just, would it just make it that it's a completely level playing field, you've got someone over there who's being racist, sexist, transphobic, inciting violence, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it doesn't matter how many followers they got, it doesn't matter anything. Would, would, would any other market forces come into play at that, at that point against that person for that person? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, if they're, they're, being, if they're being completely racist or sexist or whatever, you would, you, would, you would imagine that people would stop buying their products or buying their records or watching their films or, or all sorts. So. so you think that... Um, uh, oh, well, I see, now I'm forgetting. Is it, is it Wiley? Is that is that... that? What, Wiley, yeah, the... the, the He's just got banned, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a rapper or something. Isn't yeah, he? I'd literally never heard of him until this week. I think he's a grime artist because I, I, I saw someone get, get correct, corrected saying actually they're grime, and I had no idea. What As opposed was. to rapping. Yeah. Why well, I died. No idea. No, no idea. Um, uh, he was saying some anti-Semitic things. I think. Yeah, he went on quite like repeated two or three day rants or something, didn't he? And I, I think he had been suspended, and then he did it again. And, or whatever, but it was apparently it was days before he actually was suspended. Oh yes, that was part of the uproar. Was hang on a minute. Yeah, uh, if you're going to apply these things, then do it consistently. And I have a, I have a great deal of sympathy for that, for that, for that, for that view. Um, I, I don't think anyone should be banned, but I think if, if holding them to their own standards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't think you should. I mean, I, I wouldn't I, call for it, but I would point out that it's inconsistent. Uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't mind. I don't mind pointing out. Hypocrisy. Yes, that's what I'm I, I don't think. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, call for I that. I don't think yeah. ridiculous punishments for people right of centre should no. necessarily be applied for people left of centre. No. no, absolutely. Did you see um, that Owen Jones wrote an article about it? I and they posted, and The Guardian put a, a different 
artist a different photo on. They put another black guy. Oh, no. you not, have you not seen this? No. That has obviously caused a different uproar, but against The Guardian, which is hilarious, Owen, Owen, Owen Jones has recorded a four-minute to-camera apology. Okay, even though it's like, look, I, I don't approve. This is not how newspapers work. I don't, I don't approve what well, images go on. It wouldn't headline. No, exactly, exactly. And he's, you know, I, I, I totally get that. Um, uh, but he's saying it's this is this is appalling. This is appalling. You know, all this kind of stuff. Cannot apologise enough. Goes on the general general rant. Um, uh, but, but because you know he's 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 just had this pile on. <laughs> From people saying, I can't believe that in you know in, when you're trying to point this stuff out, you put the wrong black person on. I mean that's that's it's idiotic to blame. I guess it, I mean you can, I can understand some people get blamed because because headlines will be tweeted. Yeah. You know, such and such a headline by Owen Jones, and the headline is poorly written, doesn't really yep. reflect the article. Yeah. And lots of people, you could be forgiven for thinking that you write you write the headline as well yep. when 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 they never do. Um, but you shouldn't really think that. I mean, what do, do people really think that he chooses the pictures? I I think that they're. I I would forgive someone for thinking that they cast their eye over an, an article in its really? entirety before it gets published. I know. When I mean, they get edited to shreds and all sorts all the time, don't they? I, so. Yeah, I I know. But I'm saying I have sympathy with people who think that it's a bit more old school than that. I mean, it, I mean, it's not. Obviously. But they're criticising him for the wrong thing. I mean, so, so he he tried to get a, you know he's he's talking about anti-Semitism, isn't he? Yeah. And he's he's gone on this twenty-four or forty-eight hour ban of Twitter Pointless. or whatever. Yeah. But he campaigned to get an anti-Semite into number ten. Yes. As a prime minister. I think the for years knows no bounds. Yeah. You know, uh, talk about brass neck. I mean, that's just it, 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 it's un- unbelievable. I mean, it's, and Jess Phillips as well, and all the all the, all the other Labour MPs are just jumping on the bandwagon now, saying. Oh, we need to combat anti-Semitism. So, hang on a second. You, you try yeah. to get a massive anti-Semite, you know, in number ten as prime minister. Yeah. You just, you know, you can't. Let, let alone members of his potential cabinet, as well. Yeah, he, sure. He, it's not like he was the only one. No, no. <laughs> Hello, Richard Bergen. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, we could probably talk about social media stuff for ages, but we've moved from. Uh, the market forces of ransom attacks onto the Twitter platform, which is absolutely fine. Don't mind meandering a bit, but unless you've got anything else, I, no, I, I think, think we could, I think otherwise we're going to end up just ranting about tweets, which may not be the most uh, interesting thing for anyone. Um, so thank you very much for uh, listening to Sounding Board and for watching us on YouTube. Remember to subscribe, remember to sh- share us, rate us, review us, and we'll see you next time.